Welcome to the Grow and Learn podcast. This is Zorina. Today, I'm curious to find out how to dig out 100K that is hiding somewhere in my file storage, Dropbox or wherever. And you should be too, because today I'm talking to Kathleen Selmans, CEO of The Well-Paid Expert. We're going to be talking about marketing, how to turn content into profitable content fast. Hi, Kathleen. Welcome. Hi, thanks for having me. Thanks for joining us, uh, especially now that you're going to be making money for us. (laughs) (laughs) Where's the 100K hiding? (laughs) Well, tell me about your business and then we'll find it. Oh, I have two. I have two. So we we should probably be talking about Heal and Learn because this is where I have my courses. So I have ready content. But let's talk in general about um, the kinds of businesses that you serve and where potentially their content can be hiding. Sure, yeah. Um, Often it's the opposite of what you're doing. So if you have a course business, it's adding on a high ticket service. If you have a coaching business or a service business where you are doing a lot of done for you work, it is to, to try to figure out how to add a leveraged income stream how to take something that you do and productize it so that you can create it once and sell it to a bunch of people. Mm -hmm. All right. But the, the course creation and the content is just a part of it. I mean, content is everywhere. Everybody has content. The question is how to sell this content. That's right. And usually when people come to me, they say, you know, it doesn't, digital products just don't work for me, my industry, my business. I had one and it didn't work. I spent a lot of time, energy and resources to build it. And then nobody bought it. So I don't think this is going to work for me. And usually that's where the money is hiding, especially if you've already created something. Because when I, and when we work on this micro level, when you're doing literally everything from the bookkeeping to the invoicing, to the product creation, to the selling in your business, it can be really hard to create a marketing plan that you can stick to that doesn't just feel to you like, hey, I made something. I hope you like it. Will you buy it? Do you like me? And then get really tied into the rejection of that. So if you made a course on how to sell more uh, subscriptions and your friend who works for a corporate job didn't buy it, you can't take that personally. <laughs> They're not your mm. target. And right. I, I see this time and time again, where, the, where one, especially for the people that are, that, that have a really lean team, they've spent so much time creating something that once they put their heads up, their pipeline for their high-end service work is empty. So then they think, well, I'm not going to put any resources into selling this because I don't want to trip over a $10,000 package in order to make $1,000 on a digital product. And so they say, okay, well, I'll, I'll, once I get my client pipeline back up and I've got more, more high ticket work coming in, then I'll revisit it later. And I don't need to tell you, but later just never happens for so many people. And the, the truth is, if we gave it as much attention as, say, an e-commerce business gives their product, then we could feasibly find and discover the money that's hiding 
in our hesitation in putting it out there. So you've been in this business for more than two decades. How has it developed over time? Is this a new trend that you're talking about, a new discovery, or has it been going on for a while? Yeah, it's funny. It both. Because so many people will tell you that courses are dead. Because back back five, six years ago, the the fastest way to make $100,000 was to create a digital product. And usually it was an online course that was in the big heyday of all the online course platforms. And we all had opinions about whether Teachable or Thinkific were, was better. Kind of doesn't matter. Because now... If you haven't, if you haven't done it or you haven't seen success, so lots and lots of people have seven, eight figure businesses just on digital products and courses and cohorts and all that stuff. But if you tried it a few years ago and it didn't work for you, it does really feel like something that didn't work, but it it may not be all that broken. And so when I when I work with people, I help them see what they have, see what the market needs, and see what the easiest way to get from what they have to what the market needs to get that in their hands is. And very often it's not a fully formed online course. I think gone are the days of the big giant MBA replacement courses that solopreneurs will make. But people are making plenty of money solving very specific problems for a very specific set of people in a way that takes them from where they are to where they need to be in as short a distance as possible. Mm-hmm. Would, you, would you say in that case, um, selling of courses to um, people that provide consultations is easier than vice versa? It depends. It really depends on what you have. So a lot of times who the people that are attracted to this product, this, this coaching program that I do are freelancers or small agency owners where they run into the problem of where, when they're not actively working on a client project, they're not making any money. So how do they, even when they're at the top of the market, even when they're selling 15, $20,000 packages, how do they create some sort of balance where, If their kid's sick or they want to take a vacation, they're not losing money that month. Mm -hmm. So do they use then the same sales channels that they use for the, for the other service or they, do they build something completely new? So that's also a really good question. So let's say you're a web designer and you created a course on how to create websites my way. And then you think you're ready to bring it to market and you think, well, I'm not, I don't want to sell this because now people won't pay me $15,000 to build a website. And that's just not true. So what you what you need to think about is your high-end clients are, are very, especially on the smaller end of businesses, are very frequently referral-driven, um, personal connection-driven. And so when you start setting up some sort of digital product, you typically sell through an ad channel, through a paid ad system where your organic social media is still talking about your services, but your paid social media is talking about the DIY. And so you're not serving the same people um, 
but it does trip people up because they think, well, why would I do that? If I can, does it devalue what I do? I'm usually what I use is the analogy of a cookbook. Thomas Keller writing a cookbook does not decrease reservations at Thomas Keller's restaurants. Um, it, it, it just doesn't. And so ha letting, letting a, another segment of the market have access to your brilliance will help you help more people. And depending on what your mission is in business, it'll help achieve that quicker. I understand. Well, but, but uh, would this mean then that basically the advertising for this new product is starting from scratch? You're not retargeting anybody. You're just targeting a completely new audience. It's practically like starting a new business. It can be. I don't think it's necessarily that, that, cut and dried. It really mm -hmm. depends on what your marketing channels have been so far, how big your list is. Um, if somebody's been on your list for years and years and years, they're not, and they haven't bought from you, they actually might be a better fit for your digital product because if, if they haven't bought from you yet, they don't have the funds to, to pay for your high end, high ticket thing. So what we see usually is that the first round of buyers is are people you already know. And then we install a paid ad um, system that allows you to reach more people like them. So what is the process that you take your clients through? How do they work with you? Well, we spend a lot of time brainstorming and going back and forth because brainstorming is so interesting. It's not something you can do at your desk. You can do the initial part at your desk, but you need time, space, long walks, showers, unplugged time to really think through what it is you want to offer. And then we outline your offer and that's where we stop with product creation because then we need to take a sharp pivot to see whether the market needs what you've decided in your you know, a couple of weeks of brainstorming, whether that, whether the market needs that. How, how, how do you evaluate this if the market right. needs it? So then we, we tease it out. We, we set up a sales funnel and we, we see if there is interest. We ask our Twitter followers, Hey, if I could solve this XYZ problem for you, would you want more information about that? And we do market research with the people that we know. And it, depending on the results of that, we either go back to brainstorming or we push forward. And what I teach is building a sales funnel from a basic idea, which is really hard for people to do because they don't want to sell something they haven't had. And so when we talk about it, we treat them, the product creation process, like an additional client. Most of the people that work with me are excellent at what they do. They've never missed a deadline. They produce top quality work for their clients. And so when they when we can reframe it as just another client that you have to hit deadlines for, they understand that better. And the best motivation is a person who has paid you, but you've only created the first module. So you have to get in there and get ahead of them so that you can release things on a cadence that you that they expect. Mm -hmm. So when you're testing the market on Twitter, let's say you are testing with unfinished products in a way they're in the in the pipeline of being developed, but you're seeing whether 
your clients need to put in the time and effort to develop this product. Is that right? Yeah. So market research is an important step because if the market doesn't want your product, then at least you saved the energy of building all those slide decks and creating all those videos and worksheets and all this stuff for something nobody wants. Yeah. Well, what are some notable success stories from your clients that you could share with us? Sure. Um, I have I have a case study on my site that talks through how we took a client from a basic idea for a digital product to $100,000 in her account in 12 months by implementing a pretty straightforward live webinar webinar strategy, um, which are those still work really, really well. So if you haven't had, if you haven't done a webinar in a while, put that on your list. Um, they're, they're really, really good sales vehicles. And, and she had an idea to teach people how to do what she did. And then we built that out. And over the course of the year, we built out the other side of it. So she was teaching people how to become virtual assistants. And so we also in- installed her as a project manager to help people hire their first virtual assistant and have success with it. So she had a whole thing where she would replace them if they didn't if they didn't work out. She would project manage. She would teach these people how to work with contractors, which a lot of people needed help with. And um, that really helped expand her income as well. Mm-hmm. Tell us a bit about yourself. Where are you based? Who are you? I am based in the Phoenix, Arizona region of the United States. Very hot here right now. Um, not yet. It's early yet, but it will be hot. Um, and I have been in digital marketing for the last decade. I've been working online since 2011, which is a really long time in internet years. Lots of things have come and gone and changed mm-hmm. and shifted and lots of things are not that different. And um, I started in the personal finance corner and then have transitioned into m- mostly service-based businesses and um, solopreneurs. I see. Cool. So you have an offer on your website, thewellpaidexpert.com. Um, I can see it's a, it's a very tasty offer. Can you tell us about it? <laughs> yeah. So I believe... that anybody will be successful in productizing their service. And I put my belief in the form of a guarantee where we work together for 90 days, we brainstorm, we build, you follow every single piece of the program, all the framework that, that we've laid out. And if by the end of 90 days, you are not successful and not making money, not getting sales, then I will put a thousand of my dollars toward your ad spend and work with you for free until you are profitable. Amazing. Okay. So once again, everybody hop on to the the wellpaidexpert.com. Very cool. Kathleen, um, what else would you like to share with us? Something that I didn't ask you that you think people may find curious? Sure. Um, If you're thinking, gosh, a passive income sounds great, but I don't even know where I would begin. Try this two-step brainstorming process. Three, actually, three steps. So the first is thinking about teaching people how to do what you do as a service-based business. So if you're a writer, what's your copywriting formula? 
if you are a designer, how, how, what's the framework that you follow to get your, your clients to look really good online? Um, or what could you teach yourself? Let's say you've been in business for three years. What could you teach yourself three years ago that would fast track you to the success point you're at today? Because there's a lot of people out there who are where you were three years ago. The third thing is the getting getting comfortable with what I call the curse of the expert, where the more the closer you get to mastery of your topic, the more you think everybody knows all the things you know. You know, in health, everybody knows uh, not to eat before noon or whatever. They don't. But um, and and maybe that's not a good example. Not, <laughs> but um. But, the clo- like every time you think, gosh, that is just X, Y, Z, listen to when you, when you say that, um, when you're thinking about something that, that isn't, you know, I, I had somebody tell me like, I don't know what I would do. I don't have anything special like that. I just know how to onboard people in two weeks without having them like cost me any time. I said, just, you know, like, so if you're thinking that, like, cause that's a very, very good offer right there. You know how to onboard people um, and you, you've got, and they, they have a good culture fit to your, your company. That is gold right there. So we also get, I think, pulled in by the allure of the challenging and the hard and I would challenge you to ask yourself what it would look like if it was easy. Because if it's easy to create, it's probably easy to absorb and it's easy to implement and easy to get results, which is what we're looking for. We want, you know, everybody to come through our programs and have wild success and tell their friends and say, you know, it was only a thousand dollars and I got this result, you know, or whatever. And so like thinking about those kinds of things are like where I start with brainstorming. Um, and then we just build out from there. Mm. How, how long do your program programs take or is, is it one program? Well, I have, oh, so it's a 90 day program, mm-hmm. but usually people want to stick around for six months or a year. So most of the work is done in that first 90 days, but my the pricing allows for somebody to stay for 12 months. I see. Okay. Wonderful. Thank you so much for sharing of this uh, invaluable information. I'm going to definitely check out your website. I mean, I am checking it out already. (laughs) (laughs) So for everybody, once again, it's thewellpaidexpert.com. Thank you very much for all the goodies that you shared with us, Kathleen. Thank you, Zarina. Thanks for having me. Thank you for listening to Grow and Learn. We hope that you found our podcast informative, engaging, and inspiring. Our mission is to help you keep growing and learning, and we hope that our conversations and insights have provided you with practical advice and useful perspectives. If you're looking for personalized support and guidance to help you achieve your personal or professional growth objectives, I offer a range of services to help. As a trusted management partner and mentor, I work with businesses in the process of transformation, looking for new streams of business, as well as M&A. 
With an extensive professional network of experts and mentors, I can bring on board the right person or team based on the specific needs of the company I'm working with. To learn more about the services I offer and how I can help you achieve your goals, visit my website at growandlearn.org. You can also reach out to me via email or social media. I'd love to hear from you. And if you enjoyed this episode of Grow and Learn, please subscribe to our podcast and leave us a review. Your feedback is important to us and it helps us to continue to create content that is relevant and valuable to our listeners. Thanks again for listening and we look forward to sharing more insights and perspectives with you in the future.